Hi, and welcome to the Your Purpose is Calling Christian Business Podcast, conversations with Christians who are finding purpose, redefining work, and changing their world. I'm your host, Don Sadler, the Christian Productivity Coach. In this episode, we're doing our first ever testimony episode. That means that instead of an interview, I'll be sharing testimonies of what God has been doing in the careers, businesses, and ministries of people just like you who are pursuing their God-given calling in the marketplace. Some of these are from the podcast, some are from listeners, some are from workshops and small groups and coaching that I've led over the years. But all of them are real people, real stories, and real testimonies about how faithful God is in our work life. My prayer is that as you listen to these testimonies, that you will hear God speak to you about what's possible in your own career, business, or ministry, and that you will be inspired to pray big and have big faith for the year ahead. We'll get started in just a moment, but first, I want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by The Peak Page, a free daily planning tool to help you get control over your time and focus on achieving the goals that matter most. Download your free copy at donsadler.com slash peak. And now, on to the testimonies. Okay, so if you're a longtime listener of this podcast or if you subscribe to my free weekly coaching email, or if you follow me on Instagram or have heard me speak, then you've probably heard one or more of these testimonies already. But as I like to say, if we can still be watching reruns of Friends 15 years after it went off the air, we can definitely still be, shor- st- we can definitely still be sharing stories of the goodness and faithfulness of God, right? Okay, so let's get started. Our first testimonies come from the How I Launched This online summit that I hosted earlier this year. Now, the summit featured 15 Christian women who shared how they launched everything from a skincare line to a podcast to a best-selling book and more. It was a blast to do, and the women shared amazing testimonies. But there were a few that really stood out to me. You see, as a Christian productivity coach, I often work with clients who tell me they are scared to start something, even something that God has called them to do, sometimes especially then, because they feel like there are so many people doing the same thing already, people who are further ahead with more experience, better connections, and a bigger platform. But Zechariah 4.10 reminds us, do not despise small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. When we are obedient to the thing that God is asking us to do, He can take us from the back of the line to the front of the line just like that. And that's what these testimonies that I'm about to share with you are all about. The first one comes from Allison. Allison is a singer-songwriter, and a few years ago, she self-published her first single. She's also an amazing worship leader, by the way. But the song happened to make its way to the playlist of a movie producer 3,000 miles away. It came up when he was in his car, and he asked about, he loved the song so much that he asked about it, he found Allison, and he ended up using another one of her songs in the closing credits of a movie. It's an incredible story that only God could orchestrate. Now, we're going to be hearing more from Allison on an episode of the podcast that will 
air later this spring. But I love how God can make things happen that we couldn't even imagine. Even when we're just getting started, even when we just have the obedience of taking that very first step. Let me share another example with you. And this was also from the How I Launched This Online Summit. And it was with Leanne Aranador. Now she's the owner of the brand Lotteroo. It's a clothing company with a really beautiful mission behind it. Now, shortly after she launched her company, she had somebody reach out to her on Instagram and she thought this can't be real, but it was. There was somebody who was asking her if she would be willing to participate in New York Fashion Week, the biggest fashion event anywhere in the country all year. And she was able to participate in that after having launched her company and been in business for just a few months. Now we're going to be catching up with Leanne on an upcoming episode and hear all about what's been happening in her life since then. Now the third one from the How I Launched This Summit comes from Katie Cole. Now you may remember Katie Cole if you're a longtime listener of this podcast. She was interviewed in episode 17. Now, I didn't know it at the time, but she shared with me later that that was her very first podcast interview, and she was so nervous, but you can't tell at all. She's got a great story. Now, in the How I Launched This Summit, Katie shared an incredible story about how she had been trying to publish a book for years. She'd gone through the whole process of writing a proposal and getting rejected, and she felt discouraged. So one day she decided that she had an idea for a book. She felt like this was an idea for a book that she really thought she could write. So she didn't want to go through the whole process of getting a proposal and getting rejected and all of that. She said, I don't want to go through all of that if this idea won't work. So she just wrote one paragraph and she sent that paragraph to her friend and said, tell me if you think that this is a good idea for a book. Well, that one friend forwarded that email to one publisher. That one publisher got on one call with Katie and on that call offered her a book contract. Now, that's an incredible publishing story, but it gets so much better because Katie's new book, Developing Female Leaders, has been a runaway hit this year, and now she is speaking and doing podcasts all over the country. I like to tell her, remember, Katie, you started here on the Your Purpose is Calling podcast. We have a big laugh about it, but I'm so thrilled to see that all that God is doing in her life through this faithfulness. And again, it was just taking one simple step forward. If you were to talk to somebody in publishing, they might say, you have to have a proposal, you have to do this, you have to do that. But in the kingdom, when we are obedient to the very thing that God is calling us to do, God can do anything. He just needs us to take the first step. And if you are listening to this right now and you feel like you have been so held back maybe by fear or overwhelm or comparison, and that's keeping you from taking the first step, I just hope that these stories will encourage you. Do not despise the small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Now, speaking of previous guests, one of the great things about hosting a Christian business podcast is that I get to hear testimonies from people in every type of industry, and every testimony is so unique. And my hope and my prayer in this episode is that there's a testimony, at least one, maybe more than one, that really speaks to where you are right now, that ministers to you, that encourages you, and that gives you faith 
for the thing that you are believing for. Now, one of the past episodes, our most downloaded episode ever, is called Healing Prayer, Healing Prayer and Hearing God's Voice. And my guest is Marcus. He's an engineer, and he shares some really amazing testimonies of healing that come from the um, uh, healing rooms that he runs here in the city. But that's something that he does on the side. In his main job as an engineer, he has brought the power of prayer into his workplace. One of the stories that he tells that I love is is that the company he was working that he works for was facing um, some really difficult financial times, and they really needed some new business. And so Marcus prayed, and the and the company ended up closing the biggest deal in the history of the company. And he also shares a really great story about a man who walked into the office one day and just said really loud. Why does it feel so different in here? Every time I walk in here, why does it feel so different? And Marcus was able to share with him that every single morning he comes into the workplace and he prays over the workplace. And the man isn't even a believer, but just really felt the presence of God in that workplace. And again, Marcus doesn't own that company. And I love the idea that we don't have to own the company or be in a C-suite in order to bring the power of prayer into the places that we work and the people that we work with. Another really fun episode is episode 20, where I interview movie producer Ben Murray. Now, Ben is a successful movie producer today, but it wasn't always that way. In this episode where he talks about waiting for his big break and having faith while waiting for that big break, Ben shares some times where things were really, really lean. In fact, one story, he tells me that he had rent due in just a couple days and he didn't know how he was going to pay it. And he was just walking down the, he had been praying about it, and he was just walking down the street, and he ended up running into a friend, and the friend, who knew nothing about Ben's need to make rent, said, hey, I really need somebody to help me with something today. Um, I will pay you. Could you come and help me? I need you right now. And so Ben went, and and, uh, his friend ended up paying him the exact amount he needed to make rent. And that episode is actually filled with a lot of fun stories about God's provision. So if that's you, if you feel like I'm in that space where I'm waiting for my big break and things are kind of lame, um, and I I really want to press into this because I believe that this is where God is calling me to, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. It's filled with really great stories. Another really great podcast episode, this is one of our more recent ones, is with Giles Russell. He's the restaurant owner. He owns a popular restaurant here in New York City called Two Hands. And he shares how he was a surfer living in Bondi Beach in Sydney when he followed the woman that he loved to New York City. And and that ended well. They're now married and have two beautiful children. But he moved to New York and he uh, worked in a restaurant and he decided with a friend to open up a cafe. And now, just five years later, he has several thriving locations here in New York in the most competitive city um, for restaurants, maybe one of the most competitive cities in the world. And he continues to thrive. And he shares in that, in that episode just the power of prayer and how his uh, approach to radical hospitality at work has become a form of evangelism. It's a really, really great story, and he's got a great accent, so that's a fun one to listen to. 
Another recent episode is with Eric Velez. Now, the title of that episode was How to Trust God When You're Unemployed. And if you listen to that episode, you know that it ends pretty well for Eric. He ends up getting his dream job at Facebook, even though he had been rejected by Facebook twice before. Now, it's an amazing testimony. I love that story. And I really love what Eric said about that story in the podcast when he said, it was, it's a really great story to tell, but it wasn't always an easy story to live. And I think that's really so common and really a thread that goes through all of these testimonies is that that's part of the testimony, right? The waiting, the faith, the not sure how it will all work out, but God is always faithful. Now, one of my favorite testimonies, I loved Eric's story and I loved that episode, but there was a really amazing testimony that came out of that that I'd love to share with you. See, I go to church with Eric's parents, Evelyn and Danny, and they're great. And I do have Evelyn's permission to share this with you. They had gone to Florida and they had recently moved back to New York City and they were looking for work when they heard Eric's episode. Now, obviously Eric's parents walked with him through that whole process, and they saw how hard that was for Eric. But Evelyn, who was looking for work at the time since she had just moved back, said, you know what? I listened to that episode, and I forgot I was listening to my son. I just felt God ministering to me and encouraging me. And I loved that. I loved that you never know who God will speak to. And by the way, Evelyn started her new job this week. I do want to let you know, too, that if you were as fascinated as I was about what is happening at Facebook um, in Eric's in Eric's episode, there is another episode coming up where I talk to a woman from Facebook. And let me tell you something. I have been in the faith and work space for seven years. I have had literally hundreds of conversations with people about faith and work, but this conversation that we're going to release, it's going to publish in January is with a woman named Christy. Let me tell you, this conversation blew every other conversation I have ever had about faith and work away. I can't wait to share it with you. So be on the lookout for that. That's going to air in January. Now, I love all kinds of testimonies, but I really love testimonies from people just like you, listeners of this podcast. I really love hearing how a guest has impacted your own business, career, or ministry, because that is why we're here. That is why we share these stories. Most of the guests who've been on the Your Purpose is Calling podcast don't have something to sell. They're not trying to promote anything. We do have some that have some really great tools and resources, and we love those too. But most of the people who've been on the Your Purpose is Calling podcast simply have have a desire to encourage others. That is why they say yes. That is why they say, yes, Don, I will be interviewed. Yes, I will take time out of my busy day. Yes, I know what it means firsthand to go through those moments where I felt like maybe my faith was weakened, or maybe I was unsure, or maybe I didn't know how it would all turn out. And I know what it means to be there. So I want to share my testimony so that other people can be encouraged and to and be inspired to continue pressing in to the thing that God is calling them to do. And that's really something that unites pretty much all of our guests that we've had on the podcast. And so if you've been a, a guest on the podcast, I want to say 
say thank you so much. And if you're a listener, I want you to know that's our heart for you. That is why we turn on the microphone and share these stories, because we know that pressing in and running the race that God has for you is sometimes hard. And when I first started this uh, podcast, my vision was that somebody could, who was maybe awake at 2 a.m., stressing out about work, not sure what they what what to do, could log on to one of these episodes and feel God speak to them and encourage them. And, um, and so really, that's the heart behind what we do. So I'm so grateful for all of you as our listeners um, for logging on each week. We take what we do for you very seriously. But getting back to the test testimonies. Um, We had three different people who shared that because of an episode of this podcast that they listened to, because of something that a guest shared, they felt God speak to them and confirm their own calling. And I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that, right? Then, especially when the podcast is called Your Purpose is Calling. So I just want to say how much um, on behalf of all of our guests um, that we love you, we are cheering you on, and we know that you have something that the world needs. So we are here to encourage, equip, and inspire you to pursue that um, and walk in your calling with greater clarity and confidence. So more testimonies though. One of my favorite kinds of testimonies is divine connections. People that God puts in our path that He uses to bring provision and answered prayer. Now, I think I love divine connection testimonies so much because they are a beautiful reminder that we were never designed to pursue our God-given calling on our own, that God often fulfills promises through community. That is why community is so important. So let me share with you some really great divine connection testimonies. One comes from a woman who runs an arts nonprofit here in New York City. And a few months ago, she felt called to leave her job and work full-time in her nonprofit. Now, if you own a nonprofit or if you're in ministry or if you have worked for a nonprofit, you know how stressful this can be, right? Fundraising is difficult and can sometimes feel uncertain. Well, one day, my friend received a call completely out of the blue. It was from a man who had never gone to one of her performances and who somehow ended up getting a copy of her card. Somebody had put her card on his desk and he called her and he said, I have been looking for an arts nonprofit to fund and I want to underwrite your next performance. Completely out of the blue. As my friend said, Jesus, did you put my card on that man's desk? It was such an incredible divine orchestration that only God could do. But it doesn't end there. I have another friend, and she's uh, filming a documentary. And one day she was on a bus from New York to D.C., and she turned out to be on the right bus, but on the wrong day. And it was felt like it was kind of a mess, but it wasn't. God knew exactly what he was doing. Because it just so happened that on that day, she sat across from a woman who is on the board of an organization that funds documentaries. They got to talking. They hit it off. My friend had a chance to share the vision for the test for the documentary that she was working on. And the woman said, let's meet. I'd love to explore funding your documentary. Right there on the bus, on the wrong day. 
Let me tell you about another friend of mine. She works in fashion and she really wanted to make a connection at a fashion company in New York that is notoriously hard to get into. And so we prayed over her that night. And the very next morning, while she was standing in line getting her coffee, she ran into a former coworker who now works at the very company that she had prayed the night before to get a connection to. Just like that, God can work that fast. I see it over and over and over again. Sometimes we say, you know, I'm, I'm in the waiting. I'm going to wait a long time. Uh, I know someday that God will bring this together. And yes and amen for the seasons of waiting. Yes and amen that there are seasons when it doesn't come together suddenly, but sometimes God can make it happen just like that. And that is the power of prayer, the power of faith, that in all things, He is orchestrating divine connections and opening doors that only he can open and no one can shut. Let me give you another example of that. There was a woman and she made gorgeous heirloom quilts, beautiful quilts. And so I asked her, what what would you like to do with this? What would you, where do you see this going? And she said, I really want to sell these in retail stores. And I said, that's great. And she said, no, you don't understand. I have no connections. I have no experience. I have absolutely no idea where to start or what to do. And there was a short pause and the woman sitting right next to her, said, I work at a store that uh, specializes in things for babies, and I know that the owner of the store would love to sell these quilts in her store. And she set up an appointment for her the very next day. Now, this next one, I have probably shared this one a hundred times, and I will probably share it a hundred times again. This is one of my favorites. It's a time when God just completely blew my mind and how much He loves us and how much He loves and is uh, faithful in the work that He calls us to do. So a woman shared with me that she really felt like God was calling her into a new direction in her career. And I said, uh, great. And she said, yeah, I, I really feel like I'm called into being a men's stylist. And I said, that sounds fantastic. And she said, no. And again, just like the woman with the quilt, she says, you don't understand. I have no connections. I have no experience. I have no idea where to start. And so we prayed over her. Later that very same evening, another woman said, I need some prayer. I have a friend and she really, really needs to fill a position. She owns a company and she needs to fill a position. And she asked me and I just can't take the job, but I don't want to leave her hanging. And she will train this person and, um, and she'll take care of all of it, but she just really needs to fill this position. And I asked, what is the position? And she said, it's for a men's stylist. The two women connected, and my friend was hired on the spot. Isn't it powerful what God does? And the thing that is so beautiful about all of these testimonies is that God is no respecter of persons. It is all even at the foot of the cross. What He has done for one person, He can and He's faithful to do for you in your work as well. Let me share with you a few final testimonies. One is from a, a friend of mine who's a teacher, and she set a goal that she wanted to give 50% of her income to the church. Now, 
She couldn't do that right away, but she wanted to start working towards it. So she she started by restructuring her finances so she could increase her tithe from 10% to 15%, and then 15% to 20%. The same year that she committed to doing that, she got a new job with a 67% pay increase. Another friend of mine who's a graphic designer has a similar story. She decided that she was going to join when her church had a pledge for tithing. It was a 12-week commitment, I think, to really uh, press in and to tithe every week and to be faithful with the tithe. And she had not been faithful in the past. She decided, I really want to do this. I really want to be obedient and aligned with God's will with my tithe. And so she started tithing. And a few months later, she received the biggest bonus she has ever received. Here's a couple of testimonies about dream jobs. I had a a woman who was in one of my coaching programs, and she said, you know what? This is the job that I want, but it's impossible, Dawn. There's no way that this job could even exist. And she went down a long list of all of the reasons why this particular job was just impossible, but she knew that that would be her perfect job. A few months after the coaching program ended, she texted me and she said, you know, Dawn, that job that I thought was impossible, I just got offered that exact job. I'll tell you about another friend of mine, Christina. I have her permission to share this story as well. And she, like Eric Velez, was out of work for a really long time. And it was a really difficult period. And she would get to the final round of interviews and then the job would not come through. And she was just so disappointed as anybody would be, right? Now, she loves fashion and she really loves events. As I asked her, you know, what is the what is the job that you really want? She said, I love fashion and I love events. That's all I know. That's what I want to do. And so this year, she ended up getting a job in Macy at Macy's in New York City in events. And not only does she get to work in events, but this year she got to work one of the largest events in New York City, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And finally, I'll share with you one of my all-time favorites. This one I've told, again, probably at least 100 times, and I'll tell it 100 times more because this is such a beautiful testimony about how God works. A woman came to one of my goal-setting workshops, and she really felt challenged in two areas. She's a beautiful woman. She worked in fashion here in New York, and she had two things that she had been praying for that she could not get breakthrough on. One was that she was really believing for a promotion at work. And there was a promotion that was actually available at that time, and she wasn't even being considered. And so she really wanted breakthrough. She felt like she'd been passed over for a promotion several times. And the other thing that she was believing for was provision. She had some uh, immigration paperwork that she needed to get processed, and she needed uh, the money to pay the lawyer to process her immigration paperwork so she could continue to work in the country. So we prayed together after the workshop, we found a quiet space and we prayed together. And as we prayed, she said, you know, I I, I keep thinking about my mom, even though we were praying for the provision, even though we were praying for the promotion, she said, I keep thinking about my mom. And it's kind of weird because um, my mom and I don't have a great relationship. We haven't really talked in a long time. We had a falling out. 
And I said, huh, okay. And so we prayed again, and then she left. And the next morning, maybe 10 o'clock the next morning, I get a text from her. And she said, you can't believe what happened. I said, tell me. And she said, I went home that night, and I called my mom, and we talked it out, and I forgave her, and we reconciled our relationship. And I said, that is amazing. And she said, no, it gets better. The very next morning, I walked into the office, and my boss wanted to see me right away. And my boss told me two things. She said, one, you are getting the promotion, and two, we are going to sponsor you, and uh, we will cover the cost of your immigration paperwork, of processing that paperwork, so you can continue to stay and work in the country. I don't know where you are right now in your own business or career or ministry. I don't know if you are riding high on the faithfulness of God or if you are in a valley where it feels like it feels like you just can't hear him speak to you or it feels like you've been believing for something for a long time and you're just not seeing fruit. I don't know where you are, but I know this. I know this. God is faithful. God has called you to the place that you are right now, and He has a purpose for you. And I know that the power of prayer works. I have seen it over and over and over again. These testimonies only scratch the surface of years and years and years that I've been in the faith and work space, where I have seen God be faithful over and over again for Him to do what only He can do. So can I encourage you as we step into a new year to pray big, pray bold, pray with faith, knowing that God is a good, good father who gives good gifts to his children and that he is preparing a place for you. And whether you are riding high and God is taking you from glory to glory in the next year, or maybe you've been walking through a valley and you're just praying for breakthrough, you're praying for a light at the end of the tunnel, I am praying with you that all of hope and all of heaven will open up over all that you are called to do as only you can do, because you are uniquely called and divinely purposed by a loving God. And by the way, if you have a testimony that you would love to share about what God has done in your own career, business, or ministry, I'd love to hear it. Email me at hello at dawnsadler.com and share your testimony. And who knows, maybe it'll be featured in an upcoming episode. And I just feel also called to say that maybe you're listening to this episode because you've stumbled across it, or maybe a friend or family member shared it with you. Maybe you are listening to this, but you've never had a personal relationship with Jesus. But today is the day that you want to make Jesus Lord of your life. If that's you, it would be my honor to invite you to pray this simple prayer. Just repeat after me, Dear Jesus, thank you for loving me. I confess that I'm a sinner and I need your forgiveness. I acknowledge that you are the Son of God and that you died on the cross and rose again to save me from sin and death. Please forgive me of my sins and show me how to live for you all of my days. In Jesus' name, amen. If you made that decision today, I believe that all of heaven is celebrating. The next step is to get a Bible and begin reading it every day. Also, find a good Bible-based church in your area. 
If you're in the New York area, I invite you to Liberty Church. We have locations in Brooklyn, the Upper West Side, and downtown Manhattan. We also have locations in San Francisco, St. Petersburg, Florida, London, East Watini, and coming soon to Los Angeles. May God bless all that you do and all that you put your hand to in the year ahead. If you enjoy this podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave a rating and review on iTunes because your support helps inspire, equip, and encourage other Christians who are committed to following their God-given calling in the marketplace. If you'd like to receive my free weekly coaching emails to help you be more productive from a Christian perspective, sign up at donsadler.com slash subscribe. This has been the Your Purpose is Calling podcast, conversations with Christians who are finding purpose, redefining work, and changing their world. I'm your host, Don Sadler, the Christian Productivity Coach. Thanks for listening.